0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Daf Hashavua as we study Maseches Yevamos. Daf Samach Dalit. <clears throat> what a packed daf! We're going to come back to the issue of uh, divorcing a woman after not having a child for ten years. Very big discussion. Very controversial. But just briefly, as we approach ElO, I wanted to touch on a halacha that's found in the Shulchan Aruch and Simonud Gimel. This is the question of. Who is the best person to lead the tzibor? The Shulchan says in Nun Gimel Dao Shliach tzibor tzarek Shia hagun. Shliach tzibor has to be uh, fit. This doesn't mean only his voice. hagun reikon me'averos, empty of averos. V'shalo doesn't have a bad name. a feel be, i do so, even as a child. V'shiyyeh anav, should be humble. Acknowledging that there's someone above him, a marutzah pleasing to the people, Yeshlo ne'ima Vikolo arei Viragi l'ikros Torah nevi Should obviously have a sweet voice and should be a person who is anchored in Torah. What does this have to do with our daf? Because we have the very famous Gemara, which, of course, we know from Rashi, of the Tzvila of a Tzadik, Yitzchak, who is the son of a Tzadik, Avraham, has apparently greater tefillah than Rivka, who was the daughter of Russia. And how does this translate into Hushadavan for the Yomut? Now, I heard an interpretation many years ago, I think it was in the name of Rabbi Soloveitchik, but I'm not 100% sure, so I'll take the blame or the credit for it, that Yitzchak's tefillah wasn't necessarily greater than Rivka's tefillah. It's just that it was more surprising. You grow up in a house where Davening is the norm, and you still have the passion for davening. That's a bigger chiddush than if someone like Rivka as a balas tshuva who would uh, have that passion. <clears throat> it's also beautiful, I mentioned this in the here in the Yefei To'ar, that why do they need to be next to each other? Like, the bottom line is Yitzchak was davening for a child, Rivka was davening for a child. And the way the Yefei To'ar explains it is that each of them were davening for a child from the other, Yitzchak only wanted to have a child from Rivka. Rivka only wanted to have a child, obviously, from Yitzchak. But when you face someone, it increases your kavana. When you're davening in front of someone, for example, who's a chola, that's going to increase your kavana, which says something tremendous about not just the romantic aspect, but that each of them needed an assist. <coughs> Even Yitzchak Avinu, Rivka Yemenu would need an assist to have the person in front of them. That says a lot. Now, I'm not going to go through this whole major discussion. The, the Mishnah Brewer brings part of it down. I've discussed this in the past. The, the rush, you look into the rush, and the rush basically says, we're not looking for Tzaddik ben Tzaddik. We're not looking for Tzaddik ben Russia. We're looking for someone who establishes his own yichus. You could have someone whose father is Tzaddik, and he's no good. You could have someone who's a Russia, and he's great. That's part of the power of Bechira chavshi. The Mishnah does seem to say that all things being equal, you should go with the tzaddik Ben tzaddik. Now, one of the issues that you see from the Mishnah it's not just a question that his, somehow Pat's his feel is going to be greater, but if you see someone as the Ben Russia, then it becomes a distraction for the Tzibor. Maybe, unfortunately, people in the Tzibor are talking about it, being malshin about it. But our general approach, when we fast-forward Halakha is to be able to find someone who is the most inspiring. And sometimes that will be someone who is a Baal But Maqam Shabali Tshuva Omdim. So Rabbanim have to make these calculations. The most important calculations obviously, obviously have to be made by the person himself to know where he's standing and that he's honest and he's, he's ananov. And just to have that recognition. Um, And this time of year, these are issues that very much come up. What we shouldn't do as members of the Tzibor is to start identifying, you know, who is the most righteous person, chas v'shalom. And that goes back to a famous, famous, uh, at least in this year, I think we covered it in Mesechus Rosh Hashanah from Rav Zilberstein, Rokhain Kanievsky, Rav Yashav, they all had what to say about someone who claimed that he was a greater uh, tzaddik than someone else. And the basic conclusion was, and this came to being a, a baltokea, the basic conclusion was there are other people that should be the baltokea. That's a re- possibility. Maybe the guy who's blowing is not the biggest, but the one who is the accuser, no way in the world should be doing it because of Inkateger kategor the prosecutor doesn't become... The defendant. So these are very big issues this time of year. I wanted to give you a little bit of a window into it and I'm very happy to discuss it further based on past year. I wanted to uh, briefly, probably too briefly, but at least we'll give you the highlights, uh, discuss a very difficult topic that is on our DAF. It's really the uh, center of this topic, comes up in suvas as well. What happens if a, a man is married to a woman for 10 years and doesn't have a child? We go back to the story of Avraham, who only takes Hagar after he was in to Israel for 10 years. So this raises a lot of questions. It looks like from the Gemara that the man would be forced to divorce her in order to be mechayim, the mitzvah of Puravu. Definitely... Uh, if there was another option of taking a second wife, that would be a better option. That's what Avraham did. We have the takanas, Rabbeinu Gershom. Some thought it was suspended for this purposes. So this has been a historical question. There are Rishonim, shown him, and I'm just giving you the headlines. You can see in the Haggaz Maimonides as well as in many others who say this is only a din in Eretz Yisrael. As we see, the count started in Eretz Yisrael. Even if you say it's not an Eretz Yisrael, how exactly the count starts, if there was illness, there's also a difficulty to determine, you know, why exactly are they not having children, who says it's the woman's issue, maybe it's really a man, man's issue. When you get to the Rambam and hang in there, it sounds like the Rambam more or less is restating the Gomara Nasa Isha Bishasa Imo Esashana Vlo Yolda Hareza Yotzi Vitengsuba O Yisa Isha Ruya Lele. Either divorce her or take a second wife, hotzi Kofen Oso. And Bezdan is able to force. But this is not the way we go, Bismanhaza. And I wanted to just highlight a few examples. First of all, just to get to the bottom line before we back up. The Ramah, in the very first Simmon of Evin Ezer, says that we don't get involved in these things. Besan does not get involved in these things. There's two places this is discussed in the Shulchan Aruch in Evin Ezer. dalit Sif Yud. If you just look over there, you may not get the whole perspective of the Ramah. But the Ramah put a big qualifier in Evan Aleph Gimel which again is based on our Mishnah he was well aware of our Mishnah we don't push the one person to get divorced the key over here is that we don't get involved people are happily married there's so many different issues that could be going on. We keep them together. We definitely don't force them. Now he quotes, if you look into the edition where we have the quotes from a rivash, Simon Tesvav. This takes us back all the way to the rivash, the truth of the rivash, Simon Tesvav. The rivash Reb Ben Sheishes, was in Barcelona, 14th century. So you see how way back this is going. He was a great Talmud of the Iran and a very, very important uh, Jewish communal leader. And he says, This has not been the practice. It's not the practice. There's a very important tshuva that I saw brought down in the Piskei tshuva just to try to explain why we wouldn't do this. First of all, the, let me just give a little background. The Pischei Chuva who collected Chuvas, the great revival from Hirsch Eisenstadt, of Bialystok. He quotes from a Chuva of the Big Day Kahuna. He quotes others as well. You have someone who's fortunate to be married to a Yirel O'Kim, an Eishas Chayel. He goes through the whole description. She keeps him well. He's not a well man. She lets him learn. Parnasa, etc., so we're not trying to undermine the mitzvah puravu, but we're not going to destroy a marriage because of this issue. And, you know, this goes back a little bit, I want to connect it with the Agatita from the previous daf, of just seeing the value of a good marriage as something that is so fundamental in bringing the Srina, in uh, being able to have each individual grow. And he brings many reasons why you wouldn't have to do it. First of all, he says... Maybe it's only a din in Eretz Yisrael. Again, people in Eretz Yisrael have to deal with it. But it's only a din in Eretz Yisrael. He's talking to Gullus. And he quotes not only from the Ravan, from the Smag, from Tosfos, just as brought by the Hagos Maimonists, right there on that Rambam. There is an important Rush who seems to challenge that Eretz Yisrael issue. He deals with that as well. And he says there are certain times that a mitzvah is not going to be accomplished. We know, for example, if a mitzvah is too expensive, you don't have to accomplish it. The expense of giving up this uh, marriage is way, way too high. It's much more than giving up a lulav or an esrug. In a contemporary tshuva of the tshuvas v'han the very first volume of uh, the great Riff Sternbach, has a very long tshuva on this topic. And he says, we see in generations, many great tamidichachamim, shaloha yuladim, v'lo gershunashhaseim, they stayed married. And they tried what was possible medically, segula-wise, but the bottom line is he quotes from the Ramah, v'kibamamei ramah that I mentioned at the outset, shaloha We don't get involved with these things. Now, there are different options. You have achronim. They talk about the the value of adopting a child. Rabbi Shlomo Kluger in Chachma Shlomo says the mitzvah of Puravu could be accomplished through adoption. Not everyone agrees that it could exactly be done, but still it's obviously tremendous chesed, tremendous mitzvah. And this is basically an overview of the practices today. I've never been in a situation where I've seen somebody's able to get a second wife or uh, divorce his wife. Uh, someone showed me a sicha from the Trevi. Rebbe. I don't want to talk really about other people, but the Rebbe unfortunately never had his own children. I mean, look how many children he's had an impact on. And he uh, wrote in a sicha encouraging a couple, right, to, who's been married for more than 10 years to stay together, This isn't your destiny, unfortunately. You have other missions in life that you're going to be able to accomplish. And everyone should be well. Have a great week of learning. I thought this was just a good way of giving you an overview of the topic.